Lay down, flip it, and reverse it. Riz nicka 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 blurk blurkadoo. Riz nicka 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 blurkadoo. Oh my, well that of course is Missy Misdemeanor. And if this is classic hip-hop song sung backwards by an older fella sweating through his shirt, then this must be Dale Radio. And I of course am your host, Dale Seaver, with Some Things I Enjoy. Coming to you, as always, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. And we're off again to the western shores of the mighty Gowani for a very special season two finale of Dale Radio. Folks, I'm at the world-famous Bowery Poetry Club. On the, This is the Lower East Side, is that what you consider it? Uh, I feel very lower, <laughs> I know that. Uh, to catch a few moments pre-show, pre-show, we're in the heart of it here, in the belly of the beast, uh, with the one and only the hardest-working middle-aged man in show business, who's not me, Mr. Murray Hill. Oh, my Murray, how are you? Hey, kid, how are you? Good. Welcome to the program. I'll just shake your hand. uh, Jesus, your hand's wet and clammy, (laughs) just like my (laughs) ex-wife. Thank you very much. And hey, You going to put a rim shot in that later? Oh, we'll edit that in, sure. (laughs) But thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. I know it took a little bit of back and forth between us. You're not the first guy that said that to me. (laughs) But that's how it is, isn't it? You're big time, and I hope sometime to be medium time. Yeah, you know what, buddy? You know what? I am big time, but what I love about radio is that nobody out there knows I'm 5'4". <laughs> well, you look great, Murray. You look fantastic. And uh, my goodness, how you been doing in this heat? Well, I'm not doing so good, kid, because you know I wear polyester. I know. So if you noticed uh, by my svelte figure, I've lost 20 pounds in three days. Well, you look fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have polyester uh, anorexia, first ever. <laughs> Fucking heat wave, global warming. It's killing my character. Well, I tell you what, I do is just get a frozen washcloth and I put it on my neck. Sounds gay to me. <laughs> Sometimes I soak it in whiskey. <laughs> Why don't you put some uh, frozen peas and frozen fruits on there, too? Well, that's a, does that work? That's a nice try. I've had that if I've had a shiner or something, I've used that. Oh, your well, wife you know, is hitting you again? Well, I was over, I was, I was over, at, the, over at the bar, and, and uh, speaking of girlfriends, I saw a couple of gals there that were really beating the heat uh, with uh, just kisses and some heavy petting. It was quite the scene. I had to get out of there. Yeah, well, it's a little loose around here. (laughs) Oh, my. Well, listen, I bought a shirt today. What? I bought a shirt today. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Jesus Christ. And I thought of you. It was in anticipation of an upcoming gig that I have, July 20th at the KGB bar at 7 p.m. Nice place. Thank you. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to be there hosting an evening of humorous verse. That's with Pamela Russell and friends. Anyway, you can check the website. Never heard of him. DaleRadio.com. He's a good-looking fella. Anyhow, uh, it's not easy finding these comfortable shirts. You've got a handsome shirt on tonight. Looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm I'm actually... I got a a polyester polka dot shirt on, and uh, the sweat is starting to build on the forehead. Yes, and we should just... we're We're in the glamorous backstage area. Of the Bowery Poetry Club, aren't we? Yes, and I have a feeling we're not alone. There's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, friends with us that have four legs. I sense that too. <laughs> well, you you uh, you're a high roller. Dale, let me tell you something. Yes, let me tell yes. you something. Bernie Brillstein, the famous agent yes. in Hollywood, yes. recently passed away. He he had this great quote. He said, "If you ever walk through the kitchen to get to backstage, you don't know showbiz." So this is kind of a version of that. If you've never had an interview in the utility closet, 18 feet underground, right above a subway trail, you never been in showbiz. 
Well, we're deep in it now, aren't we? <laughs> no, we, no pun intended. We really are. <laughs> really are. And now, uh, I wonder if you had any great uh, uh, spots for buying the shirts that you wear in the suit. You have such, you're kind of a connoisseur of polyester. Where do you find these? Are you allowed to give out your secret location? Oh, sure. I'll, I'll give them. I have a couple of spots that I like to hit. Yes. All right. Uh, Screaming Mimi's is on, uh, what street is that on? Lafayette Street. I get a lot of stuff there. And when they get uh, suits, polyester mm-hmm. suits, they mm-hmm. call me personally. Well, you got some and kind I of go an alert in. set up. Yeah, it's like, an, it's like an old school alert. System. They actually The owner actually calls me. And uh, they recently called me and they had a full-bodied, salmon-colored, Johnny Carson leisure suit. My goodness. Yeah, I had to uh, had to sell one of the kids to get that, but uh, showbiz. <laughs> it's I kept worth it. I kept the George Foreman grill though. <laughs> good, good. Well, listen, you've been busy. You've been all over the place. And uh, what in, in the heat you like to go up to the Catskills? Is that right? You got a cabin up there? I do. I like to uh, well, I like to pitch tents up there. I, I don't have a cabin, buddy. That, but I do have a lot of wood. <laughs> but uh, I'm just making this shit up, folks. I don't have. A, I'm not reading off a sheet like this guy. This is all improv. This is just a guy. This is just a guy. You see, because I had a little bit to drink before I, every every podcast. I have a drink, and so I like to just write. This is just written out in crayon. So nice little outline for me to go for. But 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 you 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 got a big gig coming up in New Orleans. Yes, I have see, I never been there. That. Wouldn't remember that. Yeah, That's sure. I, I don't New remember New Orleans. <laughs> When is it? Next week? Jesus. <laughs> is that when it is? Coming up soon. I actually, uh, in, you have Twitter followers, right? Yes, yes. I've never been to New Orleans, so it's going to be my debut. And I'm wondering, if I don't wear the polyester for the night and I wear a seersucker suit, I wonder if that's going to be okay. Oh, my God. Maybe the fans should, should write in. They should weigh in on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? What did you say about my handle? <laughs> Jesus Christ, you better watch it. We're in a basement. Get your hand off my handle. <laughs> what do they call you is what I meant. Oh, it's uh, Murray underscore Hill. M-U-R-R-A-Y underscore H-I-L-L. And the underscore is silent when you say that. Is that right? I never know. See, I just I said to... it's silent. I didn't answer. Yes, you're right. <laughs> right good. good. And you're performing. Is this true with Dita Von Teese? Yes, I am. This will be my uh, third city with her. My she's goodness. a wonderful gal. That's got to be something. Oh, yes, it is. You know, she's I... a, I've lost another 20 pounds with all the mind racing that's been going on when I look at her. Well, I tell you, I shared a very brief moment with her. And by that, I mean I was seated in front of her at an event, and she was there. I'm sure with... you had no problem seeing her. <laughs> she, she was there with a... I, with a, with one of her spooky boyfriends at the time, and he looked like one of these fellas that lives in the basement. A room probably not unlike this that we're in now. You know, not seeing a lot of daylight. Anyhow, and, and I was there for this teaserama thing. You ever been oh, to Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My goodness, that was one of the best nights of theater I've ever seen. Just experiences I've ever had. Older gals they had up there dancing. Some 80-year-old ladies. Yeah, all my colleagues. Yeah, some, you don't yeah, get out much, do you? Some younger ladies, too. No, this was all a real concentrated kind of... Oh, I love the ladies. my mind just really yeah. blew apart. And a lot of fellas in gorilla suits. That's not really my scene, you no, know? No, not my... But I've <laughs> dated some unusual women myself. No, those are actually gay guys. They're called bears. You should what, stay away from them. That's what they're called? Do they congregate in the woods? Yes, they do. Do they? Well, I've got... Maybe that'll be the next interview. <laughs> Season three will take place in the woods. We'll see. I'll just bring this old Yeah, and I'll pitch around. my tent. We'll be a huge, we'll add another hour to the podcast. Hey, listen. I went over in because I knew we were going to talk, and I, I went out and saw that Joan Rivers documentary. Oh, it's wonderful. Did you get a chance to see that? Did I see it? I went to the opening night, and I've seen it twice since then. And doesn't it just go to show you that that for people like us, it's just it's endless work. 
it's endless. And she walked through a place like this, too. She's what's in her 70s or something. I mean, it's just hard work is what it takes day in, day out. Isn't that true? Well, you know, showbiz is, is uh, and Joan Rivers show this, every gig counts. And you shouldn't turn down anything. You just keep doing it. You keep working on your craft. And uh, she said at 77 that she's the best that she's ever been. I believe that. Can you believe that, kid? I do believe I have that. another 40 years to get, thir- another 30 years, another 20 years to get to that. Uh, I got a long time before I hit my peak. And I've been at my peak already for 20 years. <laughs> anybody doing the math out there? That was confusing. <laughs> SAT oh. question. <laughs> It's too hot Sweating. for math. It's too hot. But listen, what made me think about, you know, first gigs. And when you first go out there, and I wonder, you've been in the business for a while, uh, as you just laid out. Now, what was your first gig like? Do you remember that? Can you remember that that vivid uh, uh, experience for you? Well, you know, back in the old days, buddy, I had, I had a, a good friend that I discovered. It was called Vodka Gimlet. <laughs> so the first uh, memories, a little, a little fuzzy. But I do remember one of the first things I did was I dressed up as the Fat Elvis. This, you know, long time ago. When you were heavier. Yeah, well, actually, it was a little heavier back then. <laughs> Showbiz. It was before the heat wave and global warming. But uh, I do remember that, and I remember uh, the audience was just, you know, like, holy shit, what is this? And then they laughed. And you know what? Still getting the same reaction. You still go. Well, that- yeah. What the hell? Who is this guy? What the fuck? Hey, it's pretty funny. That's my act. <laughs> well, I say, you know, you've also set her on something that works, which is great comedy done by a handsome fellow with some semi-clothed ladies with you, isn't it? How long did it take you to figure that out? Well, you know, all, all the old comedians uh, started in burlesque clubs. So, I, you know, people say it's a fade coming back. I just haven't changed. You know, Don Rickles used to do, uh, back in the Vegas showrooms, you know, 10-minute comedy. Then the girl would come out and dance. Then he'd do another 10 minutes. Then another girl would come out and dance. And, and that's how he did it. And I never changed the uh, process. And thank God there's still girls out there taking the clothes off. Because, you know, you've been in comedy clubs. They're horrible. Yes. All men? Yes. Forget about it. No. I'm yes. old school. Let's, me and the ladies. I don't, you know, I don't want any Judd Apatow comedy guys talking about their cocks, you know? I'd rather see the ladies. <laughs> well, listen, I think it also points to something else, which is that people like you. And when you come on stage, you have that moment of, what am I seeing? I'm not exactly clear. And you listen for a little bit, and you say, well, oh, I'm still not yeah. clear what's going on <laughs> at, at all. And then maybe you watch maybe an hour or so in, but you start to like you. And that's an essential part, because sometimes, right, you, you go to these comedy clubs, and somebody will get there, and it's just an unlikable fella. And yeah. the audience senses it, and they get uncomfortable. I was at a gig. This guy, very uncomfortable, very angry with him. Not somebody you want to spend time with. No. He gets angry and starts talking about his privates. Well, if there's somebody that you don't like, you don't want to have to think about their privates. And I bet a lot of people think about your privates, Murray, don't they? Well, you know, sometimes people do stare at specific areas. And I, and I have this joke, buddy, and I'll, I'll see if it translates uh, in a basement on a podcast that four people are listening to. Basically, when somebody in the front row is checking me out, you know, under the belt area, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I'm familiar. I say, hey, lady, what are you looking at? Huh? Come on. Whatever you're looking at, let me tell you, it's not there. I left it at home. You know, and then there's silence like there is now. Right. And crickets. And then a few people, usually the degenerates and fringe types who are in the back, they laugh. The others, they don't understand. But that's the beauty of a double entendre or triple entendre comedy. (laughs) 
Well, I enjoyed it. <laughs> of course you did. You just keep looking for that handle. <laughs> I really did. Uh, but uh, uh, listen, I bet if people want to cover their own privates with your face, you can do that on your website. Is that true? Huh? You got, you got things on your website for people to buy or some kind of... Oh, I, I, I wasn't sure what you were saying. <laughs> for a second, I was like, cover your face with your privates. It's like, keep it clean. <laughs> no, cover their privates with your face. Oh, yeah, I got T-shirts. I got all the things. That, I got headshots. You know, all the kids love that stuff. It's a, it's a real merch... Superstore, isn't it? And if people are thinking, maybe people are thinking about, I better get something for Christmas. Well, early. they should. And you know, one of my children that I've never met runs the store. So there's a little Murray Jr. out there packing those t shirts <laughs> and sending them out. So it's very authentic. It's a nice summertime gig for somebody to have, isn't it? <laughs> it's actually better conditions than we're in now. <laughs> I can imagine. My goodness, the sweat is just, it's, it's pooling. Now it's impregnating the little folds, and so it's made. It's All right, take it easy, huh? Anyhow, uh, well, you, you have this big live gig in in New Orleans. Is there anything else that you wanna wanna mention that's coming up for people that might be listening in the next week or so? Well, I'm gonna be on tour. I start on Friday at Coney Island, and then I end up in uh, Asbury Park in New Jersey. It's quite now a it long does, way. Now it does get better in between. Well, you get a bus for that, or <laughs> I'm walking. <laughs> I'm walking. So uh, all the dates are on my website. I'm going to Baltimore, Boston, St. Louis, Chicago, uh, Washington, hitting all the big cities. It's MrShowbiz.com, is that it? Yeah, M-I-S-T-E-R, showbiz.com. Good. Good, good to spell it out. And hey, you've been DJing. What's on what's on the iPod right now? What's spinning? What's what do you what, what's got your well, got your goat going? You know my DJ name is DJ Half and Half. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, the kids love that. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah. Uh, a reporter once asked Liza Minnelli, "What did your mother, Judy Garland, teach you about showbiz?" All right, and Liza said, "My mother taught me, go give them a cheeseburger." No, no, I'm sorry. Here, hold on. You have to fix that and the thing. Uh, give the people what they want, and then go get a cheeseburger somewhere. That's how I DJ. Mm -hmm. All the hits. Yep. I don't even know who these people are. Ludacris, Kid Cudi, um, T-Pain, all this garbage. I don't know. I play the hits. The kids love them. But then I sneak in, you know, some of the old school stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I like to play a couple songs off the Fame soundtrack, you know, Tina Turner, uh, you know, Whitney Houston. I, you know, I like to keep it real. Some of the old classics. Yeah. And, you know, if the kids are dancing and I don't have to pay a DJ... $800 to play their iPod, I'm doing something good. Yes, yes. Well, listen, can, and can people talk to you about DJing things? Oh, sure. They can get in touch with you, I'm sure. Oh, and I like to talk when I'm DJing. It's, it's a wonderful experience. It's I, a whole show. I love I it. I play lo uh, slow songs at the end of the night, oh, so I nice. encourage same-sex intermingling. That's nice. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. And, and uh, uh, this is only tangentially related, but you had the big Mr. Trans event. Are you going to do that again? Oh, yeah. I'm going to do the Transmit and, and the Mrs. Les pageants coming up in the fall. When is that? September, October? Uh, October somewhere. You know, That's showcase. That's a good time for it. And I'll probably do the Transmit in San Francisco in September. My goodness. Yeah. Well, you're going to Worldwide. Find quite the turnout there, I yeah. imagine. <laughs> I don't you're think there's global. any... There's no... Uh, there's no. There's nobody left in San Francisco but Transmit. <laughs> there's nobody else there. You know, they might have a nice wooded area. For the bears you're speaking Yeah, of. well, you better stay out of there. I'll see. I'm going to give that Don't a drop shot. any sticks. <laughs> well, well, listen. Uh, is there anything that you that you most want to do next on your trajectory? You've just been on a on a rocket ship to fame, haven't you? Oh yeah, it's been it's been a nice uh, slow burning double candle. You know what I'm saying? It's wonderful. Uh, I love this life. I love doing uh, interviews in basements. And you know, I'm about to do a bingo night. I don't know if you mentioned that. 
No, but I, I, I I'm I'm the only comedian, maybe in the country, that is proud to say, I call bingo numbers, and it's not in the church. It's not with old ladies. It's the young kids. And you should be a. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a sample. Yeah. B fifteen. Pretty good, huh? Pretty good. And you just go all through all different. <laughs> all I tell jokes and make fun of the kids. They, you know. Well, and that's here at the Bowery Poetry Class every Monday. Yeah, it's night about four so. flights up. <laughs> right. <laughs> the air conditioner is working tonight, so I, you know, it I guess does, God does it exist. Nice. It did feel nice. Well, listen, uh, 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 I got to do this bit of business, and, and then we'll come back. But 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 what I'm saying is that every Monday, as I, as I mentioned, I tweet, you know, and I have these Twitter followers. And so I tweeted along to The Bachelorette. You ever seen that program? Oh, I don't watch television too much, All buddy. All right, well, it's about this woman who has to make a horrible life decision that'll impact her whole whole existence just with a bunch of douchebags. Do I know her? <laughs> you might. <laughs> anyhow, Mary just... Hill. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> well, anyhow, I always say I'm going to mention the retweeters. These are people that say stuff. So uh, i, I got to read through this list. You see, it's a big list. I'm yeah. going to get to it. All right, so I'm going to go fast. Blondie Gems, Miss Ice Tea, La Sieta. I have trouble with those names. Summer underscore Lou, TV Jedi, Lindsay, Lindsay and Tio. That's Toronto. I have some fans up in Canada. Wow. Fan Columbus. You've made it. You should meet her. She's a lovely woman out there in Columbus. Uh, Randall Humphrey. I'll be in Columbus. Oh, well, yeah, I'm going to be over there. Okay, well, maybe a yeah. fake. Ch- check Murray out. Uh, Kim Lou. LW. I never know how to say that. Jennifer is Indy. So fly, lady die. What do you think of that? Mm-hmm. Chicklet. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, one chicklet. Uh, love... Mo- Lone Marcy or Love Marcy? Boy, my handwriting is terrible. Vicky Drilling, Emily Cantor S, the, the underscore Joshua, Selena GB10, Erica Joy27, Chappy Girl Texas, Lori Singer. I think she was. A lot in, of ladies, you know. Well, you might like this list. Lori Singer I'm from Fame? With. I think she was in Fame. Uh, she has blonde. She have blonde? Oh, yeah, she's a wonderful girl. She plays the cello. Web Lady 1, Dawn Brockman, Katya Connell. Kieran 27, Sweet Bee, Lauren Bjork, not the Bjork, just a different, I guess that's a pop. The Best Sport Mom, Natasha Carpio, Adonic, Jersey Genius, Tweeter Twatter, Laura Laugh One, and this one, I don't know, Dianak M, and of course, Gabe Watches T. I'm exhausted just reading Gabe Watches Yeah, me too. Jesus. Well, that's something. It's, and like I say, there's a lot of nice ladies. I'm happy to give you that list afterwards. And Murray, I want to thank you for sweating down here with me. This has been fantastic. You, you, you just, I want to thank you for being here and for all the things that you do. You are the jubilant uh, a candy center of New York City, aren't you? And I, the I hell does that mean? Well, you're, you're, you're just yeah, a little a, light in the low for tonight. Now this heat's getting to you. I am very hot. <laughs> is the truth of it? But uh, listen, I, I, I thank you. So I'm going to seal it with a handshake. You've helped uh, just send us off on season two and right into season three. And I couldn't be happier that you joined me today. Well, I just wanted to have an awkward pause there to see what you would do. But uh, all the chubby chasers out there, please find me on uh, Twitter. And uh, it's Murray underscore Hill. I'm going to be coming to a city around, uh, hopefully around where you're living, because all those names you mentioned are women. Yeah. And uh, I do have a liking for the ladies. And, uh, you know, this has been one of the best interviews I've ever had in my life. So I want to thank, thank you, you for having me here. Thank you very and, much. And uh, you can make the check out to Guadalupe Sanchez Hill. Got it. And buy those T-shirts. It's going to keep the kid out of uh, rehab. <laughs> 
all good things. Well, thank you, Murray. I need to thank all my listeners. Uh, uh, we have big things in store for Season 3. It's going to start up in a couple of weeks. I want to thank Steve-O and Engine Sound for composing the theme song, JJ and Dewan for painting our apartment and for their technical advice, to my niece Katrina and baby Pepsi, you continue to inspire and soften the heart. And all my guests, Amy Height, Steve Lambert, Zach Gabbard, and, of course, Murray Hill. Showbiz! Now, till next time, I'll be staying cool by freezing my whiskey bottles and setting them in front of my oscillating fan. Now, let's get back to that great music that we all enjoy.